When productivity meets party with your girl, Party Perry, are you ready to turn, 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 turn up your happiness, turn up your success and everything in between. Learn how to have fun while getting all your stuff done. Grab the red solo cup and a pen because we are about to party. Let's go. Let's 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 go. What is up, party squad? Welcome to another episode of Productivity Meets Party. This is a podcast all about turning up, turning up your happiness and turning up your success. If you love to get a little crazy, shake that booty, but you also love to get your shit done, well, guess what? You are in the right place. My name is Perry Richardson, aka Party Perry. I am a social media and business coach. I help content creators, influencers, and entrepreneurs create a life that they truly love waking up to every single goddamn day. If you're new to the party, then what is good? How are you feeling? Thank you for tuning in today. And I love you so much. And I cannot wait to get to know you more and help you build a life that you truly desire. If you're coming back for more, then what is up, boo? What is up? Thank you for coming back and supporting the podcast every single week. I am super hyped for this episode because I have a very special guest. I have Brittany from Brits Blossom here with me today, and we talk everything about entrepreneurship, what it means to be an entrepreneur, how to run your business like by yourself, and really how to have a successful, well-known business. So I'm super excited to air the conversation with you guys today. She is amazing. I've been a fan of hers for a very, very long time. So it was an honor and a pleasure to have her on the podcast and to finally meet her. Before we get into the episode, I just want to do a student shout out this week. So my student shout out goes to Sasha. She's been killing it. Her at name is underscore Sasha Amigos. She just hit her first post that has over a thousand likes and ah, I'm just so proud of her. Actually has a thousand and two likes and she's just been killing it. She's consistently posting on Instagram and she's just showing up for her audience and she deserves it. So congratulations girl for hitting a post that has a thousand likes. I love that for you and that is such an accomplishment. It is such an accomplishment and ah, I just love that so much for you. I love helping my students you know, make content that they truly love, make content that people like and enjoy and to really just serve the world one post at a time. So if you're ready to have posts that hit over a thousand likes, to have a true community that you love and that you appreciate, then come coach with me. I would love to help you do the damn thing. There's always room at my table. I want to lift you up and help you build a community and for you to shine on Instagram, for you to shine. So head to the show notes to apply for one-on-one coaching with me. I would love to help you. I would love to help you. If you are loving the podcast, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Follow, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast right now so you never miss the party. Make sure that you share the podcast on your story on Instagram. You can even share it on Snapchat and Facebook, you know, share it on all the things. That's the best way to support the podcast is just by telling somebody. So tell your best friend, your 
boyfriend, your mom, your dad, you know, share the love. Someone needs to hear this message. Someone, someone does. I know it. I know it. So please support the podcast. Um, Do all the amazing things. Thank you, everyone, for showing up each week. It truly means so much to me. And I just have so much love for you guys. The podcast was something that I always wanted to do, but I didn't think it would have such a great impact on other people. And I just love sharing all my wisdom and knowledge and all my failures and everything that I've learned so far in life. There's always room at my table. So I'm here to pick you up and put you on my shoulders and we're going to do everything together. We're going to hold hands and fuck shit up, fuck shit up together for sure. Before we get into the episode, I do want to share my see a chug, send a chug and my party foul moment of the week. I am so incredibly blessed right now. Um, so my see a chug, send a chug is a moment that I'm very proud about that I have to share. So last week I mentioned how I'm a sponsored influencer. I didn't mention the brand, but I, I can safely say it now. So I'm a sponsored influencer for iHeartRaves for EDC Orlando, which is literally, I've, I've put so much work into my Instagram and into my brand, even when I didn't believe in myself, when my family and friends thought I was crazy. But all this hard work has paid off. I've been really been focusing on building a strong personal brand, more of like a community, really building a community with a party squad for five years. And it's finally, it's finally paying off. I remember there was a time that, you know, my engagement was trash. No brands would want to work with me. There was a time that I asked to do a takeover and the brand said yes, and then never sent me the stuff. And then that weekend they had a takeover with two other girls. So that was really like disheartening. And there's just been times that I've tried to work with brands and they were interested in to have the largest festival like fashion brand reach out to me and want to sponsor me and hang out with me is a dream come true and I'm just so thankful to currently right now I'm in Orlando in the hotel with my amazing roomie Sabrina and I can see EDC across the street and I'm just so grateful and blessed and no words can like explain the gratitude that I have for the whole like iHeartRaves team so thank you for inviting me on and I'm just I'm proud of myself I you know I'm doing it I'm doing it so it feels good to actually do things that I wanted to do years ago I definitely think that it's finally manifest its way into my life so yes it's just honestly it's so crazy and I want this I want you to be where I am right now I want you to be in a hotel room in EDC Orlando with the best roommate and just having like the best time of your life. So if you're ready to truly shine and to go to shows for free and just like really party and do business, then head to the show notes. I got you. I got you. And we're going to grow together. My party foul would be, I guess, doing this on the day of EDC Orlando. I should have got this shit done before I left. I like shoved my microphone in my laptop in my bag but hey we gotta do business we're getting things done this podcast is gonna drop on monday no excuses because here we have fun and get our shit done that's the whole thing so i want to be able to have fun but also still be committed to my goals so yes that is my party foul all right party squad i love you so much enjoy the episode and i will see you on the other side 
This episode is sponsored by Insomniac Events. Do you like dance music? Do you like carnival rides? And do you like fireworks? Well, guess what? I have a festival just for you. EDC Las Vegas is coming back to my hometown and it's right around the corner. It's May 20th, 21st, and 22nd, and tickets are on sale right now, right now. I will see you under the electric sky. Honestly, EDC is my favorite festival, and I cannot wait to be there. It's just such a dream. Everything you could want in a festival is literally there. It's literally there. So head to the show notes right now to buy your tickets so I can officially initiate you into the party squad. Hello, Party Squad. I am here with a very special guest. I've been a huge supporter and fan of all her products for a very long time. I'm with Britt um, from Britt Blossoms, and I'm just super excited to really get to know you and learn more about the company and everything in between. So welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So, all right, tell everyone who you are, what do you do, and where are you located? Uh, my name is Brittany. Um, I'm located in New York. Um, I live like an hour upstate from Manhattan, uh, and I'm the owner of Brit's Blossoms. So what is Brit Blossoms? What inspired you to really start that company? So um, in high school, uh, we had like an elective for like fashion classes. I was like always very into fashion. I sewed all throughout high school. Um, I went to FIT, it's the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York City. Um, and I know I just always wanted to work in fashion. Um, you know, that's just, just kind of probably why I started with Blossoms. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, I guess the main thing was that I had Electric Zoo was coming up in 2012, so long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I had seen girl, I have pictures of girls, this is like before Instagram was big. I'd seen pictures of girls wearing flower headbands and I just thought it was so cute. So my when my friend invited me to Izu, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna make one for myself. Um, so I did and I went to Izu and so many girls came up to me um, that I decided to start an Etsy um, like four months later. Nice, that's awesome. Have you always like been in the EDM like scene? Was that your first festival that you went to? my first festival. Oh, that was my first EDM anything. Really? That's amazing. You went to first festival and you're like, all right, I'm going to start this business and I'm in it forever now. That's well, awesome. that started as like my brother, I was moving, um, I had just moved back from Florida and I was moving in back into Manhattan. Um, and my brother said, you should just do this for extra money. Um, you just never know what's going to happen. And yeah, it was just like an extra money thing. Mm-hmm. So that was my next question. When did you take it as a full-time gig? When you decide, when did you decide to really take the leap to do it full-time? So, um, I've been doing birth blossoms on and off, like full-time on and off for like since 2013. Um, so in 2013, I had a job. Um, I worked in a showroom, like for fashion. Um, I was an assistant and I hated it. My boss was so mean to me. Um, and I just like did something you're not supposed to do. And I walked out, I just like left. Um, (laughs) and like Brit's blossoms kind of took off like a week later. Um, you know, so it's been like on and off. Like I've also like I went and then I, you know, I went back to work and went back to what I went to school for, which is fashion merchandising. So I was a buyer for Ann Taylor Loft. Um, mm-hmm. And then a couple years ago, I had quit. Um, 
there. And I decided to go back to school and get a second bachelor's in marketing uh, to focus in social media. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I um, worked in social media until last March, just like as a side thing. It was like in hand with Brits Blossoms. Like um, Mm -hmm. I was doing social media for a few different companies. um, And then like since COVID, it's been full time again. Yeah. And you were telling me earlier that you've been so busy taking so many orders. How many orders do you get a day? Um, so I try to cap it off at like 40 orders a day. Um, and then I've been closing on the weekends. Did you think that it would have such a huge like impact in the festival scene when you first started? No, I no idea. Like I remember going to my first festival after I had started Brits Blossoms. It was like EDC New York 2013. Um, And I just remember seeing girls wearing my flower headbands. And I just thought it was like so cool. But now, I mean, I haven't been to any festival besides EZU this year. But like, I just feel like it'd be so cool to like be at, you know, EDC and see everyone wearing my stuff. Yeah, I have like pretty much every color I've been such a huge like fan for such a long time but they go like everything with like the fluff ears to like the flower head bands you've done amazing work and everything it's such a great quality I'm so proud of you just being a one-woman team and killing it every day so that's awesome thanks yeah I know that we were talking about you know earlier being so busy and being a one-woman team when did you really know that you need to hire someone so it wasn't until, you know, the past couple months. Um, so Brits Blossoms, I've been pretty busy, but it's been pretty like steady over the past eight years. Um, and then, you know, last year during COVID, um, I decided to really like focus on TikTok since TikTok was growing. Um, and I think it really, really helped my business. Um, so then this year when festivals came back, um, I don't know, it's just been like crazy busy. Um, like insane so it's really just been you know since probably August that I've decided that I like I definitely need someone if this is how it's going to continue that's good to know like TikTok putting your business on TikTok I'm glad that you were still thriving through COVID and everything yeah I mean I tried really hard with those TikToks I don't have time to like make them anymore but it was fun while I did Mm -hmm. what was your TikTok strategy for business any tips or anything no, I didn't have any because TikTok, I feel like for me, at least for my age, it was still new. Like, mm-hmm. um, and I just tried to like see what other people in the EDM community were doing. Um, and I would just like copy, like to me, that's what TikTok is. It's just everyone copying each other, yeah, making the same sounds. Out, yeah, like, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just kind of doing that. Um, or I would like do like, like I did the Mean Girls one, which everyone likes but like I made it into like a rave like EDM rave um like Mean Girls mm-hmm. so I just tried to like take a trend and make it like our niche yeah 100% yeah with pretty much TikTok everyone's like recycling sounds and copying each other's ideas you just really need to make it your niche yeah mm-hmm. and just keep trying yeah okay like yeah just keep trying did you post um I've, I've heard that you need to post multiple days or multiple times in a day on TikTok. Did you do that? Or did you post like every day, every other day? I posted, I was posting every day. I think maybe Monday through Friday um, when I had time. Um, 
you know, and then like, as I got busier, I would just do like twice a week and then once a week. And then now I don't post at all, but, um, and start yeah. making videos is a lot harder than just taking photos. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know how people do it. It's so much work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I haven't fully gotten to the TikTok game. It's just, it's a lot of work to make videos. It's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Besides TikTok and Instagram, is there any other platforms that you market on? So I have a Twitter, but I am not a Twitter fan. I really dislike Twitter. Um, so I like barely post on there. So it's really just Instagram and TikTok for me. Yeah. Okay, cool. I love the organic marketing. Mm -hmm. When you first started your business, was there any hurdles that you had to overcome before just being as big as you are? What are the hurdles and challenges that you've experienced? I feel like when I first started, not really. There's definitely more now. Um, when I first started Brits Blossoms, like social media was not what it is now. You know, it was like, if you had 5,000 followers, that was a lot. Mm. Like this was back in 2013, 2014. Um, so like to me, like the more hurdles are now is that like, you know, I don't have time to do the social media, the making the products, the coming up with new ideas, the buying supplies, um, going to the post office. Mm. Um, now that I need, I need help, it's not like I need help making products so that I don't have to cap my orders and close every night. Mm. Um, so it's more hurdles now than like when I had first started. Just being, give more on your plate. You're doing everything. So yeah, there's just like way more to a small business now than it was like before. Yeah. What, um, who are you looking for, for employee? Just keep, someone's listening and lives in your area. What are you really looking for? Hope somebody's listening that lives, yeah. <laughs> in, that lives in Orange County, New York, somewhere near Monroe. Um, I just need someone who, um, you know, is in high school or college age, um, right out of college that is crafty, artistic, um, a fast learner, um, yeah, basically like someone can multitask. Um, um, yeah, quick learner, definitely. So then I don't have to like keep watching someone. Okay, yeah. Should they reach out to you um, direct message or email? Yeah, they direct message me on Instagram. I like direct messages better than emails, to be okay. honest. <laughs> me too. So I will put everything in the show notes to your Instagram, of course, and the website if anyone's in the area. You said Moreau? Yeah, it's called Monroe, New York. Okay. So if anyone's listening, please hit her up. So I know you mentioned earlier that you started the Etsy, then a week later, everything kind of popped off um, from there. Has it ever slowed down since or has it just consistently just been in business? Been busy? Yes. Yeah, so we started the Etsy in January and then it like didn't pop off to like March, um, like kind of like by ultra Coachella time. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I've been pretty busy. Um, you know, there are years that are slower than others, but um, I've been pretty busy and up until this year that I've been extremely busy. I don't know if everyone's just super excited to get back into um, festivals and raving or if like, you know, we just had COVID for that year and whatever that now there's all these new ravers that are like coming in. Mm. Uh, you know, they haven't been to raves yet. Yeah, I definitely think a mix of both for sure, of being excited about, you know, shows coming back and then a lot of people coming in the community who are, you know, maybe just turned 18, 19, you know, during the pandemic and are really ready to rave. 
And I think too, um, with everything being postponed, everything is like back-to-back weekends, like September, like pretty much. So I think that comes and play with it also. Every it never festival season's always been crazy. You know, there's always been something every weekend, but it's like all the big festivals now are back to back weekends. Back to back, or there's like two or three festivals the same weekend. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's been really crazy. Kind of like speaking that and having like haters and people really not supporting like your passions and really what you want to do in your life. How do you overcome that? Um, well, my family and like my everyone is okay. Like they all are happy for me and they like love that I'm doing Brits Blossom. So no one really like is against me doing it. Um, there was a quick second during COVID um, when my, you know, it was like the beginning of COVID and my dad was like, oh, you need to find something new to do. Like you should become, do a real estate like me. And um, now he's like over that because I'm, have so many orders like he doesn't bring that up anymore Mm -hmm. that's good yeah you got to prove them wrong so I'm glad everything's working for you and still thriving through the pandemic as a small business owner yeah and it's been very good I'm very thankful have you ever experienced any imposter syndrome um you know I don't think so um no sometimes everyone has the feeling they're not sure um but, you know, it's just something that I love to do. So for me, it's like not even like a job or work or it's just like my creative outlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good that you just love it. It's not even work for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you, because I know you said you got your degree in merchandise? Merchandising, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever want to start your own company or did you always picture yourself working for someone else? Um, I mean, I think I always wanted to start a swimwear company. Like, I think that was like something I really wanted to do. Like, I love bikinis. Um, I mean, like, if you would have told me like back in college that I would have like started like a rave accessories company, like I wouldn't believe you, I don't think. <laughs> um you know, it's hard to have your own business. It's easier to work for someone than to work for yourself. Like, so much more work. Um, people just don't even realize. Mm. What do you think is the hardest thing in your business that puts in the most time that you have to do? Making the products um, and customer service, probably answering emails. Mm, okay. Yeah. Customer service is huge um, yeah. because you want people to buy from you and then if someone is unhappy, you want to f- fix that situation right away because social media is so big. You never want someone to say something. You're like, if you just would have re- reached out to me first, like we could have like fixed it. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of brands, like they, um, there's certain brands that they don't write back, you know, within 24 hours, they make customers wait like days or weeks till they respond. Like that literally gives me anxiety. I make sure to answer customers within like eight hours. So it does take a lot of my time, like answering um, emails and DMs besides products. Mm -hmm. Which thank you for that. I appreciate that so much. There has been times I've ordered from companies and haven't heard anything from them for weeks, Um, missing my order, trying to reach out to them. So thank you for loving your customers. Appreciate that. Yeah, I definitely would get anxiety 
I didn't answer. What does your day-to-day look like? Um, so I like wake up after nine o'clock, <laughs> like around nine. I'll wake up at nine. Um, I just like, I'm someone that needs eight to nine hours of sleep. So um, now I wake up at nine, I'll have breakfast and then I'll start working by 10 o'clock. Um, and then I literally work until 10 to 12 at night. What's the first thing that you do in your business? Do you do emails first or do you start working on orders? So when I wake up in the morning, I check DMs first. Um, You know, I'm more of like a DM person. Like I like to see who I'm talking to. So like emails to me are not as like um, happy. Like, you know, they're not as like personal. Um, Yeah. So I try, I tech DMs like, well, I'm like, emails so, are more serious. More serious. Like I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to talk to them until after breakfast. Yeah. Um, so I like do that first. Um, and then I'll like, after breakfast, then I look at the emails. Um, and then I just like start working on orders. Actually, you know, the past couple months, I actually work on, I thought I had raves orders first. Um, so I've been working on their um, earrings. So I like do, I'll do like, I don't know, lately I have had, I like had to do like, I do like 10 a day for them. I make like 10 sets of earrings a day for them. So then I could ship them out at the end of the month. Nice. Which congrats with that. That when I saw that, I was like, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, they're very nice to work with. Mm-hmm. I love working for Heart Raves. Everyone on the team is just so splendid. <laughs> yeah. They're really nice. Mm-hmm. How did that come about if anyone's a small business owner and is looking to try to collab with a brand how'd that happen so I've been on I've been on Dolls Kill as well um a few years ago um and now I heart raves uh they both reached out to me um uh one of the buyers actually reached for I heart raves reached out to me on Instagram um and then Dolls Kill the one of the buyers reached out to me uh, via email like a few years ago mm, okay why do you think that they reach out to you? Um, I don't know. It's weird because they, they've definitely known who I was, you know, the past eight years. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess I think they're trying to build their, like a small, like the relationships with small businesses more. I could see they're like doing No My Candy um, and some other brands. Uh, so I think that's probably why um, they probably see you and like Hera and their other like girls but you guys are all like I heard rave girls like wearing my stuff so mm-hmm. they probably like saw that noticed you know mm-hmm. yeah for sure that makes sense if anyone's looking to collab with you what are you looking for for collaboration so like to be honest I really don't um send out that many free items to people I've just had like um really bad experiences in the past um so like if I want to work with you I reach out to you um someone that I reached out to during COVID example was Hera I reached out to Hera during COVID she still was small didn't really have any followers um but I saw her being pretty active on TikTok and I wanted to get in on you know TikTok um Mm -hmm. since it was like becoming a thing um so if like someone does want to get noticed by me, I would say they need to have clear photos on social media. Um, that's like big to me. Um, 
clear photos, someone who's active, um, someone who actually follows me because I get, I know other brands that happens too. We get so many people asking for free stuff and they don't like, oh, I love your brand, but you don't even follow us. Um, I also usually like girls who are already a customer because uh, then I can see like, oh, they love my brand already. So um, I'm gonna work with them. Yeah, I like how you said having clear, you know, quality content. That's something that I tell like all my students, all my clients, like no brand's going to work with you if your photos are blurry. End of story. Yeah, you got to have good content. I don't, like blurry, uh, I don't like blurry photos. I don't like indoor photos except for yours because you take very good lighting and you oh, have good backdrops you. and you're good at that. But like other people that are just like in their bedroom, like that's not the kind of photos that I'm going to post on my social media because they don't perform very well. Um, you know, outside, good lighting. Um, so like actually look like you're like trying. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. I feel the same way about um, bedroom photos. It's different if you have a backdrop and you have like your ring light, but to just have you like in front of your bed and your bed's messy and your room's messy. It, it's honestly like, it feels like you're not putting any effort and you're not really caring yeah. about it. So. Yeah. I know sometimes it's hard depending on like where you live. Cause like me, I live in New York. It's like cold right now and like mm -hmm. freaking and like, but you know, even you have a spot obviously set up somewhere in your house that you like take photos. Um, so if like someone wants to, they need to like work at it and like they should follow people like you or Emma and like not copy, but like see what you guys do and like make it their own. Yeah, for real. There's honestly no excuse, guys. You can get a cheap backdrop from Amazon. You can honestly even go... Um, one of my friends, she just goes like the 99 cent store and gets like backdrops, you know, puts it up and it looks like professional. So just, if you're going to take photos at your house, just clean up the background, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah. So how are you able to run such a popular business with just you? Uh, I'm not really sure. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's just a lot of work. Um, basically no time for yourself. Like I was telling you before this, uh, I don't even like work out anymore. Um, it's just like a lot of work. You just have to be dedicated, I guess. Um, and you know, I've had to cap off orders this year, which sucks. Like I obviously want, I want to be able to open my orders to everyone. Um, but people have to learn to learn to order in advance if they're going to order from a small business, like they just have to get used to it. Um, but yeah, that's, I've just been doing the best I can. Yeah. And you've been killing it. I do like have a question since you do like cap off your orders. I feel like a lot of people feel like they have to take all the orders or, you know, people won't buy from them. I mean, like they need all, like all the money now. How are you able to be comfortable to be like, you know what? Like, I just, I can't do everything. Like I need to breathe and cap off orders. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, since my processing time is seven to 10 business days, I really can't take like, you know, there are some days where I get like 60 something orders. And, you know, if I could, if I'm, I'm only able to get between 20 and 30 orders done a day, um, because, you know, some orders have one item, but some orders have 18 items. Yeah, like that's me. Like here's like yeah, some people things. order every color. So, yeah. so um, I'm only able to get between like 20 and 30 orders done a day. So like I've had to learn that I need to cap off just so I have time to like, go to sleep or eat. Mm -hmm. um, 
Because if I don't, like, I'm going to have to change my processing time. So, um, I mean, it sucks. Like, I obviously would love to make more money, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. it's not even that. I would love to, for the girls who, like, want to order last minute, I'd love to be able to accept their orders. But, like, I physically can't do it because, you know, I still have 205 orders in. So, like, I can't, I can't do it just because they want one item. Like, there's all those people ahead of them who ordered, you know, maybe in advance. Yeah, for sure. And that makes sense, too. Like, someone, you know, ordering 18 things, you know, 20 things, and someone just ordering also, like, one thing. And you can't be upset when there's, you know, 200 orders ahead of you. So, yeah, I know. It's it's hard. I offer, like, a rush um, fee. Um, which changes depending on like how close it is to the festival, how many things they want to order, how many orders I have in. Um, Yeah. So you said typically processing times seven days? It's seven to 10 business days, which is really like almost two weeks. Um, Which, you know, for people that are used to ordering from iHeartRaves, Dolls Kill and Amazon, like that's long for them. Um, Mm. But like for me, I'm getting undone as quickly as I possibly can. So for me, it's, you know, just always try to order three to four weeks in advance and then it won't be an issue. Yeah, for sure. And I think too, it's kind of easy just because like planning outfits, like I'm at least planning them three three weeks to maybe even a month and a half before, you know, I go to a festival to like coordinate everything. So Yeah, I mean, people definitely wait till the last minute. I don't know if there's like new ravers because I know like my customers that like are certain ones that are like not new ravers and they know to order in advance. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Disco Lemonade's processing time is 14 to 16 weeks. So I mean, so if you're like waiting for like something like that, then like to me, two weeks is not that long. Just plan your whole outfit in advance. Yeah, just get out the way. Yeah, plan it now. Plan it now, guys, for for the rest of the year. Tell them. <laughs> How many hours do you think you work in a day? Um, probably between 10 and 14. You know, sometimes I try, some days I try to wake up early, like I'll set an alarm and try to wake up early to get extra hours in. Um, but yeah, I only take like, I only take like maybe 45 minutes for dinner and a half an hour for lunch for my breaks. Um, and then it's just working all the other hours. Man, you're so busy. I, I need to move to New York so I can help you. <laughs> yeah, come help. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> yeah, you definitely do for sure. And then I'll have everything in the show notes, please, if you can help her. She would love the help. And for you to just get the experience to work with you is amazing. Yeah, I hope someone's listening that yeah. can help me. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about running your own business? Um, my favorite thing would probably be to like connecting with customers and uh, other small businesses. And like when I'm at a festival, seeing people wearing my stuff is like really cool. Would you want to start another brand? I know we mentioned earlier, would you want to ever do swimwear? So, I mean, something I've thought about, I've talked to like manufacturing people about it. Um, I just don't know if I'm ready for that yet. You need Um, a full team. Yeah, I would need, yeah. Yeah, it'd be be a lot. 
any other advice or tips about being an entrepreneur that we haven't discussed? Um, I would just say that it's like a lot of work. Um, you know, a bunch of little brands popped up during COVID. Um, and you know, they just, they, I saw a couple of them post, um, on their, either their, um, stories or on Twitter, how they didn't understand why their business wasn't growing, but they had just started it, you know, within a couple of months. Um, you know, it's not an overnight thing. Um, you have to work really hard at it. Like if something's not working, try something different. Um, you know, just try new and different things. Our market right now, like the rave clothing is so saturated. So like, you don't use, if you're starting something new, you shouldn't be making the same exact thing that like another company's making. Um, you know, make something new, make something new that people will like. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it is a lot of work to run your own business and it takes time. There's no such thing as overnight success. Like it takes months, maybe even years for your business to really take off. And business even has ups and downs. You may be growing and you may dip and don't be discouraged by that. You just got to keep pushing and keep moving forward. Yeah, definitely. This is a question that I ask all the guests. What does productivity meets party mean to you? How are you able to have fun and get all your stuff done? Um, so I think it means to me is that you should love what you do. Um, you know, I definitely love what I do and it pushes me to be able to get my work done. No, um, if you don't, I just know from being in my, um, past jobs that like I hated what I did and I was definitely not productive there was no productive productivity and there was no party <laughs> um, so I just think like if you love what you do then um it's gonna always feel like a party it's gonna make you be productive um no that's kind of how I feel yeah no I love that for sure like if you love what you do then it's always gonna be a party it's always gonna be fun yeah definitely mm. With anyone who doesn't know who you are, where can everyone find you? Drop your socials. Um, it's at Brits Blossoms on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. That's me. Yeah. Thank you for coming on the show. I'm so happy that I finally met you. And thank you so much, everything that you do in the community. It's You're such like a staple in the EDM festival scene. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. What a great episode. Thank you, Brittany, for coming on the podcast. It means so much. I know my audience is going to love it and got so much knowledge from this episode. If you love the episode, please subscribe, follow, do all the amazing things, share it on your story, tag the podcast at Productivity Meets Party, tag Brit Blossoms. You can even tag my personal at Party Perry. All right, party squad. I love you so much. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. I will see you same time, same place next week. Love y'all.